Hey there, welcome to Rave Culture Cast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. Hosted by me, Emma Capotis. Each week, I'll be covering everything from dance music culture, industry news, trending topics, and festival tips, advice, and reviews. You can also expect to hear stories from ravers, artists, business owners, and more. Tune in every Wednesday for your weekly dose of peace, love, unity, and respect. Hey guys, welcome back to Rave Culture Cast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. I'm your host, Emma Capotis. Welcome to the Electric Forest 2022 guide, you guys. Uh, today, you guys are going to be prepared on everything you need to know about eForest. I've got my girl Jess Hale on, who is a forest veteran, who's going to be answering all of your last minute questions. We're talking camping essentials, what to expect at the festival, uh, full stage breakdown, like we're going into full detail. So everything you need to know is going to be in here. I'm throwing timestamps so you can easily find different sections. Um, But before we dive into all the good stuff, uh, I do want to share a couple messages from today's sponsors. So one of the um, episode themes today is gift giving because it's a huge part of the forest community. You'll see that when you go there. And one of the best gifts to give other ravers is, of course, candy. Uh, I want to shout out Candy Bar for making an amazing candy bracelets that you can trade with other people at festivals. Um, no matter your vibe, they have something for you. Every pack that you get is a surprise. It's always totally random. Um, they have three different packs. They have Good Vibes, EDM Life, and Party Hard, which is a little bit more R-rated. Uh, and they just launched a new collaboration pack with Sunflower Raver, which I have, and she handpicked everything on those. So that one's really good as well. Um, but so if any of you guys have been procrastinating and you haven't made your candy yet it's like no mess no stress you can place an order it will get delivered super quickly in time for forest um and again you'll get you know a surprise every single time so that's really cool um you can head over to the link in the show notes to pick up your order get it in time for forest maybe leave a little candies at the giving tree at forest for other people and keep you know keep spreading love through candy bar so i wanted to shout them out uh another huge resource for you guys is the free app radiate Uh, If you don't know about Radiate, I'm about to educate you, but it is an amazing app um, that helps other ravers and festival goers connect. Um, You can browse events, join different group chats, um, connect one-on-one with people, find a rave fam, find somebody locally to go to a show with you, or if you're looking for a rave bay, you can do that too. Um, It's just a really great resource to use, especially with festivals coming up. People are asking all kinds of questions on there. So whether you have a question about a festival or you need to give somebody advice, like feel free to jump in in any of the chats happening there. Um, You can download the app for free, again, using the link down below in the show notes. They also always do in-person meetups at festivals, um, and they're really big, big meetups. So if you guys want to go meet the Radiate team and check out the community in person, definitely check them out at Forest this year. But huge shout out to Radiate for sponsoring today's episode. All right, guys, uh, I want to dive into my listener of the week. So this week's listener of the week is Papa. I think it's Atakpa, Atakpa, uh, who's in our Discord group. Uh, always starting conversations, always being super active in the group. He bo- boosted our server. So 
Huge shout out to him for being a part of the community. Um, I really, really appreciate you guys. I'm in Discord almost every single day now. So it's really, really nice having conversations with you. And I appreciate you um, being an amazing member of the community. So just wanted to shout you out this week. Um, again, you guys can nominate listeners of the week if you want to uh, over email, raveculturecast at gmail.com. Uh, or there's a listener of the week channel in the Discord. And you can feel free to suggest somebody there as well. All right, guys, uh, let's dive into today's episode. Like I mentioned, I have my friend Jess Hale coming on. Um, She was actually one of my coaching clients who took my course over a year ago, and then we got to work one-on-one together. She's a content creator as well, so definitely check out her YouTube, which I will have linked down below. Um, She's been doing a bunch of YouTube videos on Forest as well that will help you prepare. So Jess just came on, literally let me pick her brain for over an hour and selflessly just helped us all out because I'm a first timer as well. I don't think I've said that yet. So when I don't have the answers, I ask somebody else smarter than me uh, and she's been amazing. So with all that being said, let's dive into today's episode. All right, guys, welcome back. So today we have a very like chill episode. Honestly, this didn't feel like just a very casual conversation. So I'm excited about that. But I've got my girl Jess Hale here. Um, She actually was a client of mine first, a coaching client. Now she's a friend and she's also an electric forest veteran. Um, So today she is lending her time to us and we are doing like a full-blown electric forest guide for you. So we're going to be going over everything, you know, camping, full-blown q a i pulled you guys online so we've got your questions to answer and yeah that's what we're gonna be doing but jess can you do a quick intro to yourself and your background of course thank you so much for having me of course um let's see where should we start um i live in (laughs) omaha nebraska (laughs) i've been here since 2014 um we'll do personal life stuff first so i work in the food industry um i have a bachelor's in food science and i've been doing that since 2014 so i work in food safety and quality So making sure that your food is good to eat. Mm. Um, And then outside of that, um, we'll start with music, I guess. And like where Mm -hmm. my love for music kind of started. Um, I've listened to music literally my entire life. Uh, I remember listening to like my dad's music that he played. My dad and my mom are actually from the UK. So we moved over here when I was very, very young. And so I feel like I've gotten a weird kind of mix of listening to music. Mm. because I kind of like listened to what my dad grew up listening to in the UK and then he got used to music here. Mm. Um, and then as far as my love for festivals, my first festival ever was actually, if we want to consider this a festival was mm-hmm. warp tour. Um, I did yes. Warped tour three, four years in a row in high school. I was that girl. Um, and that's where my, uh, love for going to shows and festivals really started. Um, but I never went to an EDM festival until I met my boyfriend, Ryan, uh, I met him in 2018, 2019, the pandemic mm-hmm. makes me ref- like forget all years yeah. in time. <laughs> um, but literally before we even started dating, he was telling me about, he was going to go to electric forest. And I was like, that was a festival that I've heard of. I was like, Oh, can mm-hmm. I go with you? And literally like that day I got on the ticket exchange and the rest is history. So, oh, wow. um, I've been creating content for festivals here for a couple of years. Um, and it's been awesome. So yeah, it's oh, a little yeah. bit about me. Yeah. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about your, your channel and what you've been doing? Yeah. So I actually, I started in 2020. Um, it's just something to do, honestly, um, kind of like a little passion project or a little side project to occupy my time and to just to dive into something. Um, but in the last like year or so, I've really kind of switched and turned it on to festivals. 
um, I would say this time last year is when I started doing like content for dance festopia, um, which is a festival local here. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I've been pumping out lots of electric forest stuff. So if you have questions about like camping or what to wear tips mm-hmm. and tricks, like, you know, things that you should do. Cause forest is a big festival. There's a lot to do. So I kind of help guide you. And, uh, they're really videos. I wish I would have had back in mm-hmm. 2019 when I went for the first time. So for sure. Yeah. yeah I'm going to link a bunch of Jess's videos that she's been doing. Cause also like part of the reason I was doing this episode today too, is I'm a first timer this year and I've heard so much about it and I get a lot of questions. And if I can't answer them, I want to have somebody on who, who can answer them. But yeah, Jess's videos will be linked below. So you guys can go see what she's put out so far. Um, and like I said, we're just going to run through a ton of information. So we'll timestamp this episode so you guys can find yeah. everything. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Oh, what are you, what are your like musical, what's your musical taste? What are your favorite artists? We didn't say that yet. <laughs> My favorite artists. Um, well, I'm a bass head. Um, I dabble in house music every once in a while, but primarily bass music. Um, oh my God, I have to artist. take you to a house set, by the way, we have to do that. Um, better. so before I dive yeah. into that, the, <laughs> the only house that I've ever been to, sorry, I have them fidget. No, you're good. Um, <laughs> the only house set I've ever been to was Tiesto in 2015. Oh my God. That's it. Okay. We're, I think age did this with, uh, I remember in her vlog, she did this with the festival finesse or like he took her to oh. a base set and she took him to a house set, but no, okay. There's a lot of really good ones on there. So that, that has happened. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. Okay, continue. Um, but yeah, favorite <laughs> artists, um, slander Alice in Wonderland. Those are my like top two. And mm. then Grizz is the third. So I got yeah, two out of the so three good. at electric forest. So yeah. I got super lucky this year. And you're rocking your Zed's dead shirt today. Yes. Yes. That's a, that's a fourth. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, Chris is going to be so good. Him at project yeah. low, by the way, like side note, I hadn't seen him in years and I was getting down to his set. It was chef's kiss. It was, phenomenal. I had someone today. I was messaging someone at work. The one person <clears throat> that I work with who goes to festivals, I was saying, cause Grizz has a free show in Chicago today. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I've been, I've seen Grizz like three times. I, I don't need to see him anymore. And oh. I was like, <laughs> Who kills your happiness? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> are, are you? Oh my God. That's insane. Okay. We've got the picture of Jess. So now we're going to dive in. So um, essentially how we outlined this today, you guys, I figured we would literally like go step by step. So starting with, you know, kind of like transportation, how long it takes to get there, things like that. Then we're going to chat about camping first, and then we'll dive into like festival, what to expect, all that good stuff. And at the end we have our Q and A. So also, if you see me drinking water, I like literally never drink on the podcast, but I was like, it's a Thursday night. This is a chill vibe. So it's only me. We're just it's relaxing. We're relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So I guess like, let's start out with some basics. I, I feel like at this point we're so close, like people pro- have their tickets and everything like that. But for few people watching the future, um, typically how long does it take to get there? And like, what are options? And I guess we could chat a little bit about what we're doing. Cause I'm personally flying. I debated driving from New Jersey, but I am flying from New Jersey into Grand Rapids and I rented a car from my group and we're driving an hour to get to the festival and we chose Wednesday early arrival. But what are you guys doing with your group? Yeah. So, um, this year we are actually leaving on Monday and we're staying overnight in Chicago. I live in Omaha, so it's about a 10 hour drive without any breaks. Mm -hmm. Um, but we're stopping just outside of Chicago and then we're going to go in on Tuesday morning. Um, in 2019, we drove through the night. So we actually left on what Tuesday night and drove mm-hmm. all the way through and got to Rothbury the following wow. Wednesday morning. Um, 
so yeah, this is the first year that we've done Tuesday. I've only ever done like one day before a festival as far as early arrival is concerned. Uh, so that'll be interesting, mm-hmm. but yeah, I drive to all, I've never flown to a camping festival or just festival in general. I only ever drive. So, okay. Yeah. So you're going to be able to bring that, that definitely presented a challenge. I'm sure there's going to be questions about this in a little bit, as far as like bringing things, but if anybody else is in the same boat, what I've heard from a lot of people and what we're doing is placing an order to a Walmart along the way. And we are going to be picking up a lot of like the bigger camping stuff. I think the only thing we're really packing with us, I'm probably going to check our tent at this point. Cause I got a six person tent. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Three people. But I was like, let's just get the extra room. Um, yeah. and then I'm packing, like I have a compact sleeping bag. I have a compact, um, like little mat that you put under your sleeping bag. And then I'm buying like pillows, blankets, canopy, camping chairs, like all that stuff pretty much. Yeah. But what are you bringing with you? Yeah. So literally all of those same things. Um, Mm -hmm. if I were to talk about like things that you absolutely have to have, um, a 10, obviously we bring an air mattress cause we have the space for it. Um, and we bring one of those like little battery packs. So we can plug it in relatively easy. You could bring a hand pump. I've seen plenty of people do that. Mm. Um, we bring tarps to go underneath all of our stuff. We even put that in like our hangout area too. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. We just do. Yeah. Um, and then a canopy, uh, canopies are absolutely crucial, especially at forest. There's absolutely no shade in GA camping. Okay. If you have some of the other options, like I know Maple Woods is literally like in a woods, so mm-hmm. maybe you can not have one if you're doing that. But for GA, you definitely want to bring one because there's not a break. As soon as it like peeps over, mm-hmm. game over. It's hot. <laughs> Beaten down. Yeah. It's yeah. hot. Okay. It's very sunny. Um, so yeah, definitely recommend those three things or four. Okay, sweet. <clears throat> I kind of jumped ahead a little bit, but so that, that's kind of option. So yeah, I mean, if honestly, I'm not regretting flying. I'm sure when I'm there, I'm going to appreciate a quick flight, but like my dad, we have so much camping gear. So I easily could have brought so much stuff like cookware or something. I probably would have been interested in bringing, but, um, so you do have options on getting there. You do have the early arrival. So essentially you're checking in on a Tuesday and you're going to have two days before the festival even begins to just hang out. Yeah, no. So, and I think there's even stuff going to be open and stuff on Tuesday. The only difference between, I think Tuesday and Wednesday is that there's not going to be any music at the Mm. RVs or the renegade sets or whatever. So, that's the only difference, but from what it sounds like, there's still going to be food options open. Showers will be open, all of that. So okay, it's kind of just an extra day just to kind of be chill. Yeah. That's yeah. a long time. <laughs> I'm arriving Wednesday and I'm ready. Like, holy shit. That's going to be a long time camping in tent. Definitely the longest. It is a long time camping. It is yeah. a long time. Um, um, but honestly, like I kind of like the day before, cause you literally just get to like, chill. there's nowhere you have to be and you just get to chill. You get to know like your neighbors and You get to walk around, kind of get like a lay of the land. So, you know, where your Mm -hmm. campsite is, if you don't have a flag, you can find flags that are around. Mm -hmm. You might get phone service for like a little while before everyone else gets there. So you can drop a pin or something. (laughs) Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. That's smart. Okay. Something to identify your spot and your car camping, correct? Does does everybody pretty much have that? You pretty much Mm -hmm. park next to your spot. Okay. Yeah. So for GA, that's how it all is. Um, I'm not sure about the other options because I haven't done those, but for mm-hmm. GA, it's always like your car is right at Next your spot, you. which is okay. nice for like storage and all of that, but gotcha. that's right there. Yeah. So actually I was, I'll probably link it below too. The camping map for the festival is out right now. So you can see like the different areas. And I didn't mention this yet. I'm doing group camp. So we have like 40 to 45 people. I want to say like in our camp and there is an assigned area for people who got group camping spots. So 
that was a nice thing because we are closer to the festival entrance. And like, even though we're doing early arrival, we still have an assigned spot versus like, if you arrived, let's say Thursday or Friday, it's like first come first serve, right. For GA. Yeah. So I think they, they say that it's like completely random of where they place you. Um, in my experience, like we got there literally as doors opened on Wednesday in 2019 and we got placed in camp Jimmy, which is literally the closest spot. Like we were less than a five Mm -hmm. minute walk from the entrance. So, um, I know some people have concerns about like, if I get there on Thursday, am I going to be screwed? I don't think you'll be screwed. You'll just have to be prepared to walk a little bit longer to get to the entrance. Like you're still going to get a spot. Everything will be fine. Mm -hmm. Um, just, again, it's like the camping area at electric forest is literally massive. Like if mm-hmm. you look at the map, it's literally like it's bigger than the festival itself. Yeah. Um, yeah. so just prepared, be prepared to walk a little bit longer, but mm-hmm. it's not like you won't have a spot or anything. Yeah. And I'll like briefly touch on it just based on the map again, I'll pop it up in here, but like, if you obviously are doing any of the VIP options, like you have preferred, like you said, preferred areas and different things like that. There's a whole section for the RVs as well. And then I think I could be wrong. Isn't there like quiet camping? Yeah. There is too, yep. right? So I can't you, remember I mean, what it's, I don't remember what it's called, but there is quiet camping. Okay, cool. I mean, I probably should have done that. I'm like, we're literally not going to be fucking sleeping, but it's fine. Us 30 earplugs. year olds, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, earplugs, I mean, earplugs literally saving at UC. So yeah. Um. Cool. Okay. So I briefly want to touch on check-in process too. Can you talk a little yeah. bit about your experience, like security, how the checking of your car, like all that went? Yeah. So in 2019, it was honestly all relatively simple. Um, we got there about 10 AM and doors open to like the campgrounds at, I think noon, they opened up like a little bit early. Um, but from when they opened up campgrounds to when we actually got in, it was probably only an hour and a half. Um, but they will do like a search of your car. It took about five minutes. You just get out, you open up all the doors and they'll kind of go through the top layer of all of your things. That's obviously where you scan all your passes and all of that. Mm-hmm. And then they just kind of lead you single file into what spots you need to go into. Um, so the one thing I would say for this part, if you're not group camping, but you have friends with you, make sure that you're communicating with the staff. So you guys can like get together in line mm-hmm. to get your spot. Otherwise you will get separated. So okay. like last year there was two cars for us. And so we just like, let people know, cause people will try to like, kind of sneak in Maybe yeah. you just let people know like, Hey, I'm with this person. There's two of us, or there's three of us. Just let everyone know that way you will get spots next to each other. It's totally possible. Just Stay let people together. know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's but security honestly is, it's not anything to be super like worried about. It's relatively easy. They've mm-hmm. been doing this for a long time. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. Did you guys bring in like alcohol and stuff like that? Cause I feel like they also might just be checking for how much alcohol you're bringing in. Yeah, we did, but not a ton. I honestly mm-hmm. don't drink a whole lot of festivals. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, they didn't, they didn't really f- dig that much. Yeah. That's kind of how it was at EDC too. It was, yeah. Like, I mean, I feel out. like they're looking for like weapons and making sure that you're not bringing in like a keg and mm-hmm. we didn't have those things. So we were good. <laughs> awesome. Beautiful. Okay. So we kind of touched on this a little bit, but I want to go into more details and then once we're done just chatting, I have all our, all of our listener questions on camping, but mm-hmm. in general, and I know it's a lot. Um, I have a free packing list just has a packing list. I'll link those up below as well. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing GA and you're not like doing preset camping, anything else, that's like an absolute necessity <laughs> that will be like a lifesaver at your camp. A fan, <laughs> okay. a battery, battery operated fan. Yeah. 
truly, I bring this into the festival. I'd be mm. lying to you if you like, you'll catch me doing like they set us up. Um, let me think. Or Another anything really just good to be thing. comfortable too. That doesn't have to be like a necessity. <laughs> yeah. So we bring those like inflatable couches. Like we'll use our hand fan and like use that at camp because we will bring camping chairs, but sometimes like sitting up on a camping chair when it's like day three and you're really tired mm. isn't the best. So we will bring um, those inflatable couches. Um, we also bring like a big <clears throat> picnic table. Um, like one of like the, almost like a beer pong table. It's like the closest mm-hmm. thing I can think of is like a long table. Cause it's really nice just to like have a place to like throw all of your shit. Um, because camp does get messy throughout the week. Um, so that's another thing. If you have the money to invest in, I totally would. Mm. Um, and another thing is if you, if you can get like a really nice cooler, it sounds mm. kind of weird, but if like you get a nice cooler and you don't have to refill it with ice all the time. Mm-hmm. It's just nice. And like a, one that less thing you have to like worry about every day. Um, so yeah, those are my couple of things I can think of. Awesome. Okay, cool. Yeah. I think we're going to get a bunch of those. And I, I mean, I, obviously it depends on like who your neighbors are as well, mm-hmm. but do you find that a lot of people bring cookware and things like that? Cause I would, at, at Camp EDC, for example, some people across from us had it and they were nice enough to be like, Oh, we're like making ramen or whatever, if you guys want some. So like that did end up happening. We're in group camp. So we have a whole system organized of like, what's going to be shared. And we're doing like a group brunch one day. So like that was easy to coordinate, but just in general, do you think people cook a lot of their own food? Yeah, I think they do. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember our neighbors doing that. We typically don't, that's just personal preference. Mm -hmm. Um, I normally budget to spend money and like buy food in the festival. Cause yeah. honestly, that's one of my favorite things is to like, you know, go to different food trucks and experience the different types of food. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's definitely something that a lot of people do. do and that's well. like another great way to meet people. Kind of like you said, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you bring extra food and let the homies know like, Hey, I'm making pancakes. It's a good mm-hmm. way to meet people. And stuff yeah, like that. that's true. Oh, you yeah. be a good neighbor, be a good yeah. neighbor. Okay. So then other questions I have just to wrap up like essentials to bring into camp. Oh, what's my question? Oh, you kind of touched on it, but obviously like things to identify your tent. Like we had flags that we put on our tent at camp EDC, um, fairy lights, like all that kind of stuff I would definitely recommend. And then, um, what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, my biggest question is like how you keep your stuff charged, which I know, like I can obviously turn on our car and I'm going to get like a converter that like allows you to plug multiple things in at once but I don't Mm -hmm. want to kill the battery. So how do you find that you charge everything that you have on you? Yeah. So I actually have, I wish I had it so I can like show you, but I have like a little handheld like battery pack. It literally almost looks like a lunchbox. Mm. Um, but it's like a industrial type battery pack. Um, a friend of ours actually brought it to dance fest last year and we only had to charge it back up once. And it's cause we charged something that we probably shouldn't have it like completely drain the battery. Mm. Um, but I really think like, it's just me and my boyfriend going in our group this year. And I think between the two of us like that, plus a couple external battery packs will be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and in 2019, I did use my car to charge things and I ended up draining my battery. So if that's the case, just make sure you bring jumper cables. Um, oh, I happen to have some, so I could just like quickly jump my car and it was fine. But, mm-hmm. um, I mean, your car could be a last resort if everything else kind of dies, but yeah, I have like an industrial size battery pack. It has a handle and everything. They're kind Got of an it. investment. They're like about a hundred bucks, um, right. but we use it a lot. So I think it's worth it. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, I was yeah. thinking we would probably 
Cause I mean, like I'm, I have so many external battery packs. I was literally going to br- bring like one per day, at least just for my phone and yeah. then like get battery powered things. And then I was just going to say for, um, anything else I can think of like my camera and stuff like that. Yeah. Maybe just get one of those like converters for the car or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would, that would be fine. Yeah. I mean, all of my, most of my stuff is rechargeable. Like that fan's rechargeable. I have a handheld rechargeable fan. So mm. just getting like that type of stuff when you can, but yeah. If you get like a converter, that could be another option too. Okay. And then how for like getting ready and stuff like that, do you bring a mirror or anything or are you just like, Fuck um, <laughs> I did not in 2019. I've literally never brought a mirror. I'm just yeah. out here throwing stuff on. <laughs> um, but I know plenty of people that have snuck in like full length mirrors, um, mm. do what yeah. you want. I don't yeah. think they allow them, but yeah. I mean, I literally will bring like my little like makeup mirror, which is like, yay big, like yeah. teeny tiny. I personally don't. That's what I did at Camp BDC. I have one makeup palette that's probably like this big, the mirror, and I just like put it sideways. And just yeah, like I mean that's that. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I do. Um, okay, but yeah, there are people that bring them in if you really want. If you don't want to bring one, I'm sure if you just walk up and down your line, you'll be able to find someone that has one. Perfect. So, totally. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And again, if you have VIP, like some of these amenities are already included. This is more GA. But yeah. uh, okay. Last questions about camping, how to handle the weather, and bathroom situations for GA. Okay. So for weather, um, electric forest is kind of known to have all different types of weather. Um, in 2019, it did rain, but not a ton in 2018. I know they had storms. Um, Mm -hmm. so if you're camping, the one thing I would say is just to make sure that you're bringing tarps and putting them under your tent correctly. Um, I've actually just saw something on Reddit recently. There's a very like technical way to like, yeah, yeah, to like tuck them in kind of, so like water can't get in or over them. So it was kind of like um, tucked, like not like to the edge of your tent, but like a little in, right. Just Something under, like that. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So always bring, like bring tarps and then I share that graphic. Yeah. Yeah. For wind, um, make sure. So all of your tents will come with like plastic stakes. I always recommend to get like heavy duty metal ones. You can order them on Amazon or like go mm-hmm. to a local, like sporting goods store. Um, but we use metal stakes for all of our stuff. So for our tent, for our canopy, um, to make sure that everything kind of is like in place. Cause those mm-hmm. plastic ones like will break. Um, and then if it does get windy and have a canopy, just make sure that you're pulling your canopy down. Um, mm-hmm. so wind can't get underneath it and blow it Lift away. It up. Yeah. So yeah, okay. those are the couple of things. And obviously for like clothes and stuff, like bring ponchos, bring clothes for all weather. I know it's annoying to like have to pack a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that you probably won't wear, but I'd much rather you like be prepared for rain than not. Yeah. You know, so bring ponchos, bring maybe a pair of hiking boots that are waterproof an umbrella, whatever mm-hmm. you might need. This is how I'm kind of like prepping for the weather too, as a first timer with literally zero experience, but I, I tend to be an overpacker. And in this situation, I know like I can't just cause I don't want to have too much shit. I'm still bringing my big suitcase and checking that, but I'm going to give myself like almost one item per weather. So I am bringing like my fur coat, which I just bought, but I'm going to like bring one sweatshirt, probably one Jersey, one Pashmina, one pair of sweat. Like, I'm not going to overdo it and bring multiple of everything. I'm like, girl, yeah. if you wear the same outfit four days in a row, doesn't fucking matter. But like, I yeah, want to have one option for each thing. And then same with shoes. Like I've overdone it with shoes. I'm bringing like one pair of my like trusty, they're kind of like boots platforms are not super high. And then I am mm-hmm. going to bring rain boots just because I've heard people talk about that. And then that's literally it. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm literally not gonna bring anything else other than shower shoes. Yes. Shower shoes, guys. Don't forget shower shoes. <laughs> yes. Please bring your shower shoes. Yeah. Please, please, please. And a bathing suit, obviously like for the shower. Um, mm-hmm. and then like my festival outfits and like, obviously during the day, 
I'm just going to bring like super fucking comfy stuff that I don't mind sweating in. Cause I'm assuming it's probably going to be hot. During the I was going to say, yeah. I mean, you mentioned bathrooms, so we can touch on that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but bathrooms, it's your typical GA bathroom experience. Mm. Um, so just be prepared for that. Um, they are good about cleaning them. I will say that. I don't think I ran into anything that was like, gross, you know, horrific, but yeah. <laughs> they do get as they do. So just, you know, pack toilet paper and always bring it with you to the bathroom. Cause I would hate for you to like not have toilet paper, mm-hmm. bring hand sanitizer. Um, and then bring like a flashlight or like a headlamp headlamp. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't use your phone in the toilet. Yeah. Great <laughs> point. How are the showers though? Um, I think the is showers or are they separated? Um, so when, from what I remember is they started off separate and then I think lines got crazy. Like, I don't know if the women's like, or whatever. the, and yeah. people just kind of did whatever. Um, but I think it's probably maybe what you've seen at EDC where you have like a stall and then you have two curtains. So like you have your first one and then you have like a dry kind of like changing area mm-hmm. and then you have another curtain and then the shower. Was it the mobile stations? Like almost yeah, like, like a truck uh, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like a semi truck. Okay, okay. Yeah. And they cost money, mm-hmm. don't they? I was going to say, yeah, I think from what I saw, I was looking on FAQ today or yesterday, and I think they're $10 per shower. Okay, so bring cash. Um, yeah. So bring cash for that. Uh, I showered every day when I was at forest, but it's mostly, there's like a couple of reasons. One to have some like cold water and to like bring my yeah. body temperature down. And also it's like, it's quiet in there for like five to 10 minutes. So yeah. it's pretty much the only quiet you're going to get all weekend. So Looking like a true capper. <laughs> I just need five minutes, man. <laughs> need to decompucking breath. No, I told, yeah. I told, I said the same thing about EDC, like literally on check-in day, it was like the hottest day. And I had to go in the shower, just like literally bring my body temperature down. So yeah, yeah I could see myself showering like two or three times for sure. Just to, yeah. So I mean, I literally do it to get like cold water on me. I'm a very sweaty person. So like literally as soon as I'm out, I'm dirty again because I'm sweating. Mm -hmm. So it's not really necessarily about like getting super clean or anything. It's just the cold water to help me cool off. Yeah, that's true. Okay. We'll blow. Okay. We're going to do lightning round style for these camping questions. So we'll do um, really quick. If I'm arriving on Thursday, is the line going to be really bad to check in? Yes, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime. What time do they open usually like 9am to check in or something like that to check into camp? Yeah. So I actually someone commented this on my YouTube channel and someone will have to vet out if it's true or not. But from what I they told me is on Thursday, like to get into camp, it opens at midnight. Um, so you can pretty much come in all day Thursday. I say wow. I haven't like vetted that out. Um, mm. I've never gotten there on Thursday. But that's my understanding. Like if you're okay so you with go really early. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're okay with getting there in the middle of the night and like setting up mm-hmm. camp in the dark, or maybe you just set up your necessities and do the rest when the sun comes up. Yeah. So you can do. Um, but I think on Tuesday and Wednesday campgrounds open at noon. Okay, cool. Um, somebody I'm 30 and I'm going for the first time next year is VIP the way to go. <laughs> I've never done VIP, um, but my sister's actually doing VIP this year. She's doing one of those like uh, those like bungalows that have like everything mm. set up for you. Um, so I'm really looking forward to see what her experience is like and if it's worth the cash. Yeah, that so seems like I'm I'm 32, almost 31. We yeah yeah we get. I'm you. gonna say yes. <laughs> if I literally if I wasn't doing group camp, um, I would do an RV or I would do VIP 100. Um, yeah. Let's see. Yeah. People asking stuff about RVs. We haven't done it. I do part of, part of my friend group, they are doing an RV. They got a huge, like almost like a bus. Um, so that's really nice. So I'm sure they're going to enjoy that just for like more quiet and air conditioning and all that stuff. Um, but let's see what else bathroom situation we talked about. 
Um, how, like, is it quiet at night? How do you sleep? People want to know. It's not quiet. Yeah. <laughs> um, at all. You will, like I said, like literally your shower is pretty much the only quiet time you'll get. Um, so I always say you have to have to bring earplugs and like, not your festival earplugs, like mm-hmm. the silicone ones or the foam ones. Those are absolutely crucial. And then I also sleep with an eye mask on at camping festivals because the sun does come up. And once it, once it's up, it's super bright. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have like black cotton eye masks that really help me sleep. Sleep. Perfect. Yeah. And totally. Melatonin and stuff like that too. Those are always super helpful to help mm-hmm. you fall asleep or anything like that. Lavender totally essential agree. oils, you know, just try to make, make it a little oasis. Yeah. Um, this is a good question. Can you go to other campgrounds that you aren't staying in? Yeah. So if you have GA, you cannot go to other campgrounds from what I've seen. Um, but if you have anything else you can go. So like my sister has good life, like she'll be able to come see me, but I will not be able to go into good life to see her. Can you go to other GA campgrounds though? Yeah. You can go through like, if you're in GA, you can go all throughout GA. You just can't go to like Maple Woods, any of the other camping options, just pretty much stay in GA. And RV is for everybody like the RV Mm -hmm. area and parties. Yeah. RV is for everyone. Yeah. And that's in I kind of like consider that like bottom GA or that green like area Mm -hmm. of the map, just all of GA, even though it's like group camping RV. I just consider that all of GA. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, And then any other questions? Oh yeah. And then just lastly, like getting into the festival from camp, what Mm -hmm. is that process like? And are there multiple entrances? Like how does that all work? Yeah. So getting into camp, you will kind of go through security and all of that. And then they're also from camp into the festival there is security as well, just like your normal festival. So you'll have people go through your bags and all of that. You'll scan your wristband and then go in. And I've heard too, I mean, like I remember watching AIDS vlogs and I've heard a lot of people saying like, I don't know if just 2019 was really bad, but that the line was like hours to even get in the festival. Like, what do you make of that? (laughs) Yeah. So day one, I do remember being like the line being super, super long. Um, But we went in a little bit later, like we went in at like three or four. Uh, we maybe waited like half an hour, uh, but people line up early. Right. And I think gates Mm -hmm. are are like noon, one o'clock somewhere around there to get into the festival. So, I mean, if you're there on Wednesday, people are lining up super early. So I would say be prepared for a long time on, or a long wait on Thursday, especially because this is, you know, the first time we're doing this after what, three years. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a sold out festival. So I would be prepared for that. Um, the rest of the weekend though, I never waited more than 10, 15 minutes. It was all yeah. pretty smooth. Once the festival kind of got so going excited, I think. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, it's the first day it's going to be, I'm excited just talking about it and we're not, I even, know it's like four <laughs> weeks away, you know, I like, think, yeah, we'll see when the set times come out. Cause I also heard about the crazy lines and I, I like that it's for, I don't think I've ever done a four day festival now that I think about it. So part of me was like, okay, if it's going to be fucking insane at noon, when the festival gates open, then maybe I'll go at five or something like yeah. that, just because it's the first day. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll, yeah, just I mean, set times will are. play a part. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're not having, if you don't have anyone you really want to see until seven, you have four days to see everything. Yeah. There's no harm in getting in there a little bit later on the first day. I'm and then cry. <laughs> I've, I've told Ryan like three times. I'm like, you understand, like when I scan my wristband, <laughs> And when I see Tripoli and I'm in the, I'm just going to ball my eyes out. Yeah. Oh, I can't even, I can't, that's really how I feel about EDC, but I just can't even imagine how you guys feel. It's just, um, yeah, well, let's dive into it. Our next section, next section here, guys. So we're going to talk about the festival itself, um, and what to expect and everything like that. So I also have a stage breakdown section, which we'll do right after this, but 
let's talk about the forest magic, which I'm so excited about. So I guess logistic wise, um, we, we don't have the festival map at this point yet, but can you talk a little bit about the actual like things offered inside? So vendors, food, drink, like what is that all like? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, just before the entrance of the festival. So if you're in GA, you get access to main street, which is where a ton of your like vendors and food vendors will be. Um, that's another great thing actually about early arrival. I didn't say that earlier is that you have a chance to like almost get like first dibs at all of those vendors. Mm. So that's a really good point. Um, but yeah, so as you get in, there are tons of food options, tons of vendor options, like essentially at each stage or like main stage. Mm -hmm. Um, and then within there's the giving tree, which I'm sure you've probably heard about. Um, obviously it's a big tree and it's where people go and like leave little trinkets and things like that. Um, that's actually a really special place. And I would highly recommend going there at least once and even maybe bringing something to leave. Um, like I've made like little, uh, like little canvases and just little cute things to leave there. Um, but you also can find essentials there. So you can find gum if you need a lighter, if you need a vape, whatever, a tampon, who knows? (laughs) It's kind of just like take one thing, give one thing kind of vibe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, as you go throughout the weekend, there's like tons and tons of stuff. Um, awesome. the I trading post for that, by the I way, know, I yeah. like, now I need to I come that. up with gifts. I know yeah. I've made stuff a couple weekends ago when I was just, I had absolutely nothing to do. And I was like, forest stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the trading post is another fun thing inside the forest. It's kind of like the giving tree, but like an elevated version. Um, so it's where you would trade, like if you had a really cool hat or something, or I don't know, maybe like a fan or a t-shirt or something, and you can actually get something of value back. Mm. Uh, so it's kind of a really fun thing. Nice. Um, you can do postcards. Like we wrote ourselves a postcard in 2019 and we got it like three months later. And so that was kind of cool. I actually have it hanging up back there. Um, like a postcard that I wrote to myself. Um, I'm trying to think what else is in there. I mean, Sherwood forest is what you'll see in the photos and like the forest itself. Mm -hmm. There's so much to explore. There's so much art. I mean, literally I've said this in a video recently, like you can walk from, Ranch Arena to Sherwood Court. So the two different stages take a different way every time and see something different and stumble upon like new art or new like little fairy Mm. boxes or literally there's there's so much to do inside and so much to see. So like we just talked about, like if you get in late one day, definitely make sure you like actually spend time in the forest. And that's one thing that Ryan and I have like, we wish that we spent more time there in 2019. Mm. So it's going to be like a number one priority is just really explore like explore. taking a break from a set essentially. And like, actually, yeah. Like, like your whole yeah. weekend doesn't have to be like set, 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 mm-hmm. like definitely just spend some time, just be in there, so look at the art, meet people, all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Yeah. I, can't, I say this kind of now that's like a really good point, but like just based on the, the lineup itself, obviously when we see the set times, but I, I feel lucky to be in a place now where I've seen a lot of artists. And because this is multi-genre, part of me is like, I may have breaks because it's not like house hours, house hours, house hours, techno, techno. Like there's, there's yeah. a lot of bass and there's a lot of jam bands and like, maybe there's not somebody and I'm like going to go explore 1000%. Like I want to see all kinds of new artists, all kinds of new shit. Oh, yeah. But then part of me is like, I also think I might just be more relaxed in general, which means I would like, because it's the forest, like I'm literally going to make time to like go to the hangar, do everything. Like you just said, go just like see stuff at nighttime too. So it's not just like during the day. Cause it looks like a completely different experience at night. I was so. going to say, yeah, that's like yeah. another part of it is like, you can do it during the day, but again, like during the night, it's a totally, it totally transforms. It is yeah. incredible. Um, so yeah, that's, 
the fact that it is like kind of multi-genre does make it so you don't have like set after set after set after Mm -hmm. set and you can see like so many different types of music um I don't think we've talked about the string cheese incident yet but if you haven't Mm -hmm. they are a electric force staple you've got to see them at least once um Saturday is like the big shebang where they have like fireworks and the whole thing so like definitely make sure that you stop by there um but yeah it truly is like such a magical place um and I would really recommend just to like go with the flow and just like kind of lead or let the fours like lead you and Mm. just kind of be because I feel like yeah there's a lot of people we want to see but there's so much magic there to experience so yeah it's definitely like it feels more like it's driven by vibes than the lineup which I love. Oh, for sure. Very excited about that. And okay, quickly before we move on to like stages and things like that too. Um, actually we have a couple more things, but can you touch on food drinks? Like what's some good things to eat? What have been some of your favorite foods? Obviously alcohol served there. So beatbox is going to be there guys, by the way, wearing beatbox. No way. I didn't know that. Yeah. Beatbox. So I mean, I'm going to out myself, but I've literally never bought a drink at a festival. Oh, I got to get you to try beatbox. (laughs) I have one. I bought a mango one and it's in my fridge and it's sitting there and I'm probably going to pack it and bring it with me. Um, okay, good. But food I have, I wish I could tell you guys the place of like what it's called. Um, but it's a breakfast place and Ryan and I talk about this a lot, um, (laughs) where they have these breakfast sandwiches, right. And the bread was French toast Oh my! and it was eggs and like bacon and like a spicy chipotle sauce. I think about it all the time, <laughs> all the time. I have yet to recreate it. And we even asked them like what it was in the sauce or what the sauce was. And they wouldn't tell us like, we oh really like, we're going to try to recreate this. And they wouldn't tell us that's so we funny. got that four days in a row. Um, but obviously like the, classics, in the campgrounds like, or in the festival, um, that is on main street. Okay. So campgrounds. Yeah. Um, Asian sensation, I think is the one that's by ranch arena. It has like a Terry, it's like a teriyaki bowl or like orange chicken or something yes. like that, but mm-hmm. in an insane amount of food, like yeah. you pay $12 and I have like four meals here. Mm. Um, Island noodles is a classic spicy pie, but I don't think they're going to be there this year, which is kind of disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, those, those are the ones that come to mind. The breakfast sandwiches, like, okay, we got to try that. I'm definitely, we got to try the breakfast sandwich, man. And like, I'm, I'm similar to you where I also like leave money to pretty much buy every single meal. And it just depends on how it works out. I have a feeling I'll eat more at Forest because, um, I mean, who knows, but just because I think like EDC, you eat less because you're literally nocturnal. Like you stay up so late and then you sleep so late. So I end up having like two meals a day during Mm -hmm. EDC weekend. But with this, um, like I said, we're going to bring a lot of food. We're going to have cooler and stuff, but I definitely want to save like money and time to like get food inside the festival at the campgrounds, like all that, try everything that they have to offer. And um, and yeah, definitely try beatbox guys. It's going to be sold at like every vendor there. I don't know what flavors they're going to have yet. Um, and I think we're going to have some sort of activation there as well. So I'll be stopping Fine. by there. Yeah. We always do like, it's always some sort of like 360 degree photo booth or a tent or something. So once I know what that is, I'll let you guys know, but, um, and then, okay. Kind of, you just did a video on what to wear. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure some people have stuff planned, but any other recommendations as far as like, what, what do people dress like at this festival? I mean, honestly, the thing that, and I've said this before, and I said it in the video is forest is really fun because you can literally go full rave, like full blown, like you would for an EDC. Mm-hmm. And you can literally do the absolute opposite. Yeah. Like it literally, you'll see anything in between. Um, just make sure that you're wearing stuff that's comfortable because it's going to be hot and you're going to be sweaty. 
Um, but literally you can wear whatever you want. Uh, you will see a lot of like braided clothing or kind of like more psychedelic prints and things like that, Mm -hmm. but you can literally wear whatever you want. Love that. That's honestly the thing that I love about this festival. So hell yeah. That's so exciting. And that's, I I think it's why it's good to bring options because like I have three days, I have like kind of like full-blown ravey outfits. And then the fourth, I literally specifically packed like a woven like super comfortable thing. I don't have to wear a bra with like so comfortable, but I am bringing like oversized t-shirts, jerseys, like all that. Cause I was like, even if I wear this while the sun's up and then I get come for nighttime, like I'm very happy with that. So (laughs) yeah, I I did the same exact thing. I have like a tie dye set for Sunday because I already know like your girl's not going to want to be doing like full blown. So Mm -hmm. I just did something super comfortable and then kind of the same thing, kind of like ravey outfits for the three days. And then um, I actually planned something for Wednesday too, which I've never done before, but oh, why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'll be no, like the first kind of day zero. So yeah, that's a good point. This, I, I don't think we covered this yet. Do people really go back to their camp during the day? Like, would you go in and then leave the festival and go back in? I did. Um, and I have, uh, I think in 2019, I think it was Sunday actually it got kind of chilly. Uh, so I went back and got a sweatshirt and like changed into leggings. Uh, but you definitely can, if you obviously, again, like if you are farther away, you just have to like calculate that, but, mm-hmm. um, you we were only five minutes away from the entrance and yeah, you definitely can. Okay. So that's good to know. And I don't think we said this either, but it's not as late as EDC, obviously. Do you know what time no. it ends? No. So I think the latest set is at Tripoli, which is the first, uh, stage when you walk in and the last set I think ends at three fifteen. Okay. That's um, even earlier. I thought it was like four or four fifteen. Okay. So yeah, no, it's three fifteen, And I think like the backstages ended around two. Um, wow, but obviously okay. like after that there's RV sets and all of that stuff. So there's definitely like plenty to do after that. That's so exciting. Um, but the music ends definitely earlier than EDC. And you don't have to, that's the beautiful thing. I'm excited for an actual camping festival. It's like, you don't have to go anywhere. You can just roll out of the festival and like walk right over or like, I'm just excited for the energy of our group camp because we have such a good group of people and there's a bunch of people I don't know yet. And I was just, we have like all these games prepped and I was like, I just can't wait for the vibe of like, we're with all of our friends for four days straight. And even if we just want to go back and hang out and play like card games or something like that and like drink after the event, we have that option as well. So literally like half the fun of a festival, like a camping festival is like hanging out at your campsite at 3 a.m. And we're like, going to have a DJ everyone... set up too. So I'm, oh, sure, people, I'm sure people can come through the lunchbox, like a group, yeah. camp, but like some of our friends, DJ. So yeah, we're doing that too. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. I mean, that's why we talked about this earlier, but I've literally never been to like a city, city. festival or like an EDC or anything like that. I've only ever done camping and that's what attracts me to it is that it's literally just so easy. And you're just hanging out with homies yeah. for like four days straight. So I literally have so fun right now. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's okay. going to be so good. I'm so excited for you. <laughs> I know I'm going to cry. I literally am going to cry. Cause I like, I say this to all like the easy first timers. I'm like, you'll never forget it. And I just know that's like how I'm about to feel. Cause it's been three yeah. years in the making. I was going to um, say, I feel like that's half of it is the fact that we've had these tickets since so 2019. Long. It's insane. I literally was at a job. I don't even work out anymore. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. Okay. Last question. And then we'll keep cruising through these, but you've kind of touched on it. We've danced around it, but what to expect vibe wise at forest. Like it's obviously different than other events. Like you hear this Mm -hmm. thing about like the forest magic and all that stuff, but like, what actually is it like being there in the crowd? I just got chills. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, people are so open and people are so kind and you will literally meet people from all walks of life. Um, 
by I'm like crying. One, Why am I going to cry? <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I would say is like, it's literally just be open and like, be willing to talk to anyone. Um, but people are just so nice. Like literally we took a nap on, it was Sunday. We took a three hour nap in our hammock and we got left literally like a pile of goodies at our shoes. Oh like we had God. so many things. Um, I really feel like it's a place where people can go and like fully be themselves. Uh, I feel like that's why if you're listening to this, that's why we go to festivals. But I really do think that's like a very special thing about electric forest. And like, I look forward to being able to like be there and just like fully just be and like mm-hmm. listen to music, hang out with people, talk with people, meet with people of like all different walks of life. Um, it truly is magical. And it's honestly hard to like kind of put into words and you've yeah. heard it a million times. Like there's just a magic about electric forest. It's really hard to explain, but like, I would literally tell anyone to go to electric forest because of that. And once you get there and you experience it, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. It's incredible. Oh, yes. It's like, I think it's exciting too, to like, even if you're a first timer, your whole group is a first timer. I feel like I can already tell, um, like that nurturing energy, like where people kind of like show you the way, and like kind of teach you just by being or just like treating you a certain way. So you kind of like can reciprocate that back to people. Um, And obviously like that doesn't matter what you do. Like I get the impression that obviously this is a little bit more of like a psychedelic type event as well. So I'm sure that kind of like plays into the vibes as well. Obviously like the art installations and the shit that they put in the forest kind of plays into that as well. But I just think like I don't know. Like you just hear people say this phrase, like happy forest. Like everybody just says that to each other, the giving Mm -hmm. tree, like all of that kind of just lends into this really almost like plur energy you could say in a way. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's truly like what it is. Um, and I feel like we both heard like plur is dying and like, it's, it's going Mm -hmm. away. And like, I really feel like at a festival like this, it'll be, it'll be like an awakening. Like, no, this is not, it's not dead. It's still here. Mm -hmm. Like it's part of our job. Like we have to keep it here anyways, but you know, it's just, it is here and it's, you'll see it there. And, uh, Mm. yeah, there's just a community there and people are so nice. You said happy forest. Like I literally started thinking about like, as you walk in, everyone's got to be high-fiving saying happy forest. Yeah. Um, a lot of times when you meet people, they'll ask like, Oh, this is your first time. And then you, you know, you you get to connect on that level. Cause some people have been Mm. going for like four, five, six, 10 years, you know? So, um, you'll meet people that are like true, true veterans that have been going for years and you'll meet newbies. And Mm. yeah, there's just, it's great. Two questions just popped into my mind while you were talking. One, do you see a lot of older crowd at this festival? And two, would you recommend walking off on your own? Because I have been doing that a lot more lately. And I do find like, sometimes I walk off on my own and I'm immediately regretting it. And I'm like, nope, miss my rave fam. Nope. This is a bad idea. Like the vibes are off. I want to go back to them immediately. I miss them. And then other times- I get to do whatever the fuck I want. And I feel like you can meet some people. So yeah. Like what is the crowd a little bit older at this event? And would you recommend going off in your own? Yeah. Um, I actually would say it's a little bit older because, um, our neighbors were probably my parents' age, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, and they were, they were awesome. Like we had a great time with them. Um, so yeah, I definitely would say there is a wide variety of ages. Um, and then what was your other question? Going off on your own, going off on your own. Oh, um, well, you go with your never, partner, so it's different. Probably. I was going to yeah, say, yeah. I've never really like wandered off at a festival, but at this festival, I truly would say like go with the flow. And if you feel like the urge to like kind of go explore on your own, do, do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never felt unsafe at forest or anything. Like everyone's, you know, if you feel some type of way and like you need to talk to someone, like if you just pull someone aside, be like, Hey, I just need someone for a second, mm-hmm. you know, that will happen. You'll find that. Totally. Um, so yeah. 
Yeah. And I want to say too, like, even, even with people who like haven't experienced any substances or things like that, like if you see somebody struggling or having a bad trip or dehydrated, like literally whatever it is, like be that support system for people, get them help. Like I had a situation happen at ultra where I like had to take somebody to a medical tent. So like, just also just look out for each other in the crowd and like, don't feel off put if like a total stranger comes up to you and they're struggling, like try to help them if you can as well. I would definitely say Absolutely. Sure that happens Absolutely. all the time. Yeah. Well, cause we've all been there when like, we've needed a homie for a second and like, you're like, I don't know where people are. And like, so, mm-hmm. and you know, you've maybe talked to a random person that really helped you. So if you can be that for someone, like that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for all the connections. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, okay. Quickly let's do stage breakdown. Um, I don't know what they're going to do this year. Like I have, thank yeah. you to Vibe with Age. He has a great blog post up with uh, the 2019 stages, yeah. but um, who knows if there will be new ones, if anything will carry over, but can you go over like the main ones and like I'll pop up pictures and everything like that here too. Yeah. So that's kind of the tricky thing. Cause we still haven't seen like a full blown map. It's I feel like there's years. a general outline, <laughs> yeah. but we don't have um, like all the smaller stages, but the three big ones, which I'm sure will still be there is Tripoli, uh, Ranch Arena and Sherwood Court. Uh, so Tripoli is going to be the stage that you first see when you walk into the festival. And in previous years, that's where they've typically done any type of takeover. Um, so I know they've done base rush takeovers there before. Um, I'm trying to think it's slipping my mind right now, but I know they've done other takeovers at that stage. Uh, Ranch Arena is going to be the one that's kind of in the middle of the festival. And that's going to be like your main stage. Um, so that's where your headliners are. So like in 2019, that's where Kygo, Odessa, those guys played. And then the back one is Sherwood court. And that's kind of like a second main stage kind of. Mm. So like maybe not your headliners, but like right underneath, that's maybe where they would play. Um, Sherwood court, I guess we should talk about like shade and what all the stages look Mm -hmm. like too. Um, so Sherwood court, um, is very like open and there's a ton of grass. Uh, I honestly think there might be like the most space at Sherwood court. Um, but it's very, very open, lots of greenery, um, ranch arena is obviously where the headliners are. So there's going to be a lot more people. Um, I don't feel like there's as much space at ranch arena, but there's still going to be like plenty of room. Um, mm-hmm. there are trees throughout, so you can, if you want to like get there early, you can set up your hammock and like wait for your headliner if you want to. Wow. Um, and then Tripoli. It's very, very open. Um, there's, that's probably the stage with the least amount of like shade in any surrounding area. Um, I think like the left-hand side, there's a row of trees, but if you do go there during the day, just know that you'll, you know, be baking in the sun. Mm. Um, and that one, I feel like might be the one where they get the most dust and stuff too, or if it rains mud, because that is where people are coming into the festival. So there's just yeah. a lot more traffic there. Um, but there's like plenty of food and drinks all around each of those like main stages. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. And then what are the ones like within the forest themselves? Cause I know that's yeah. like I have on the list here, we have just to run through them. This was 2019. Again, there was forest stage, the observatory, the grand artique, uh, the hangar and the silent disco. Yeah. So the hangar is all the, the hangar is by Sherwood court, um, mm-hmm. all the way in the back. And that's also where the Jubilee stage is. Um, those right. are both like covered sheltered areas. Uh, I didn't go to either of those in 2019 and the observatory is in there. And that's the one I think that's made completely out of wood. Mm-hmm. And it is the coolest thing to see. Uh, I would highly recommend going and seeing a set there. That's where I slept for three hours. So I didn't actually yeah. experience a set there, <laughs> but it was a great place to take a nap. Yeah. Um, 
And I'm trying There's to think surprise of it. sets there too, because I'm almost sure that like Demibo and Seven Lions played a surprise set at the observatory, I think. I'm or they were, sure in, they were in the forest somewhere playing like a surprise set. I'm like 95% sure that's what I slept through, which hurts okay. me now. Oh, it no, pains no, no. me now, but I'm pretty sure that's what I slept through. Yeah. Um, and then the forest stage, uh, I think the last time we had the forest stage was 2018. I don't remember. Okay. I don't think we had it in 2019. So that's the stage that'll be interesting to see if they bring back. Because I okay. feel like a lot of people did want that stage and like missed it in 2019. So there's like a decent so. amount. It's obviously not the same. It's not like nine stages like EDC. Yeah, it I sounds know. like maybe five to six potentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then can you describe the hangar? Because I've just seen so many videos, like there's additional activities and like all kinds of shit in there as well. Right. Yeah. No, there's, I'm pretty sure you can get your hair braided in there. Um, you can get tattoos in there. Um, I can't remember who Fuck it is yeah. on TikTok. There's tattoo. someone I know, <laughs> someone I follow on TikTok who's gotten literally a tattoo in there. Mm. Um, but I think that's also where a lot of the jam bands play as well. And I think the, the scavenger hunt starts mm-hmm. in the hangar. I'm pretty sure. But like I said, I didn't spend a lot of time in there in 2019. So it's definitely something I want to do this year. Uh, we probably look like they had a bowling alley. Yeah. Like, there's I just all watched their videos of- and I've seen like other shit like that. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. There's all kinds of stuff in there. So like I said, we literally like did a lap and just never went back mm-hmm. there. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff to do. Like, I truly think that forest is not a festival that you can do just once yeah. to like fully experience it. Um, I know it's obviously not on the cards for everyone to like go to a festival five times in a row, but mm-hmm. I'm very, very excited to go this year. Cause I feel like I know what I want to go see in 2019. I was kind of just like, ah, oh, we'll just kind of go with the flow and see what happens and we'll see whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I really think it's a festival that you have to go to like at least twice to like fully experience totally. it. I've done yeah. EC seven times and I still don't see everything. It's, it's yeah. so I, I'm as a first timer, like it hurts me knowing that. Cause I'm like, there's so much I'm going to miss, but I know I'll go back. But then there is a part of me that's like, um, again, like I say this before the set times come out, but there's a part of me that's just like, I give this recommendation to everybody for EDC, like go see each stage. Like, I feel like I want to make a point to at least visit everything. Even if I yeah. can't spend the time, like I want to go to every stage. I just want to check it out. Even if I just walk through the hangar, like just, just visit everything and then spend time where you spend time. But, um, yep. the, is the Jubilee? Cause I'm trying to figure out like where all the house artists are going to be. Do you think they would be more like the Jubilee? It's a 10, yeah, right? So, um, I'm pretty sure Gorgon city did their, I don't oh know God, if it was I a, die. I don't know if it was a live DJ set or like a, they had two sets in 2019. They had one at Sherwood court and they had like a unique one in, uh, Jubilee. And I remember talking to someone and they said it was like a full on disco. They said it was an absolute oh, blast. Bitch. Yeah. yeah. I'm probably going to bring you like, it's probably going to be Dom Dollar or John Summit, <laughs> but like side pieces there too. The, oh, pro- There's a like, lot of like, I mean, like I said, good house on that lineup. I was going to say I, this year and last year, I like took some time to explore music a little bit more. Cause I was like, Jess mm-hmm. stuff stuff is great, but there's more out there. Yeah. Um, so I've really kind of been diving into listening to more house music. So I'm really excited to experience that because I feel like it's just blowing up right now. And I feel yeah. like house music culture is just so, I don't know, rich and like unique. So I'm really excited to see some house music. So and there's just not a lot of, there's honestly, too. what LP is going to be playing LP. Yeah. I don't think you, have you seen her yet? No, I haven't. You gotta come I've see I literally yeah. only ever seen Tiesto in 2015. She's playing like a special set. I'll tell you after, but you'll really like it. I think. Yeah. Ugh, so it's going to be incredible. It's going to be absolutely incredible. Hell, there's just yes. not a lot of, there's not a ton of bass music on there. Um, I mean, obviously like Grizz and Slander, but not uh, compared heavy. to, 
yeah, compared <clears throat> to 2019, I mean, I remember I had like two days where literally that's all I listened to was dubstep. So, yeah. um, I know people were kind of upset about that, but I'm excited to, I'm excited for the variety. Yeah, I agree. And even, I mean, obviously like looking at it, there's like, I'd have to pull up the lineup because it's not like top of mind right now, but I just remember looking at it and yeah, there were like some tech house artists, but there was a lot of like melodic house, which I've been getting super into lately. Like Elderbrook is playing. Mm-hmm. He's super chill and I still haven't seen him yet. So there was part of me that's more excited even for that because I'm like that type of house is so vibey plus yeah. it's forced. Like it's just going to be the perfect yeah. combination. Cause sometimes if you go see that at like a bigger festival, like an EDC or electric zoo or like whatever it is, I don't know. or ultra it's not the same because it's a city festival and people's like energy levels like they're expecting that like headliner energy but at forest I feel like you're going in for a different type so I'm like very much looking forward to some even those like smaller names that are like in the undercard that people don't pay attention to as much like go see those people because they're so special yeah I mean Mm -hmm. so I was gonna say I feel like those sets are great to kind of like break up things Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, like I said, I love dubstep, but if I have like six sets of it in a row, I'm like, yeah. oh my God, I need, <laughs> I need something else. So like yeah. having sets like that is like beautiful to like, so you can just have like a break and like, so you don't have to be freaking dancing your ass off for like six hours. If that's what you do want to do great. Totally. And that makes me tired. I love to do it, but it makes me tired. Yeah. Um, shit. There was something else I was going to say too. What were you talking about? Different stages, music, the lineup, uh, seeing the house, different vibes. <laughs> hopefully it comes back to now. you oh okay well we'll hop in guys we'll wrap up here with like we have a big q a but i do want to touch um a little bit more on the rv parties for like anybody listening who has no idea what that is can you just describe like what what the rv parties are yeah so um honestly it kind of sounds like what it is mm-hmm. um a lot of the time a big company that um uh, does a lot of them is called pinky ring and it's essentially just like a big bus that has a stage on top um, so that's where a lot of music will be on Wednesday night. So in 2019, um, Slander back-to-back Wooly played there, which is like a really unique back-to-back. They played back. on Wednesday? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. I didn't know it was like that Honestly, I, a part of me, a part of me thinks that like if artists are already there, they just kind of like just mm-hmm. go. Yeah. Like there are yeah. some scheduled um, sets. True. Like I know Subtronics had a scheduled set. Um, Jansen had a scheduled set. But I honestly think like you we'll never know kind of what you run into. Mm -hmm. So while maybe going to an RV set every single night might not be in the cards, I would definitely recommend going at least once. Um, cause you just never know what you're going to run into. Yeah, for sure. That's crazy. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited just to have that option. If you want to like go do stuff after, like, again, we'll see how it goes. Part of me is like, Thursday, I probably am going to take it easy just to like rest, but like Friday, Saturday definitely would be the nights that I'd probably de- like go to the yeah. after parties. And like I said, we're, we're going to have some DJs, like lower quality, like DJ setup and stuff like that too, to do some after parties. But, um, yeah. And you'll see a lot of that in the RVs as well. Like a ton of people will bring up their, like their own sets or have their own sound system. So like, even if there isn't someone like on the lineup playing anywhere, you'll be able to find like plenty of music and people to hang out with like all in that RV section. So. Hell yes. Okay, sweet. Yeah. I actually, I forgot I had, I'll run through these and you can kind of like throw your two cents in too, but I did ask our listeners for some tips and advice also. Mm-hmm. So I'll run through these super fast and then guys will wrap up with, with our miscellaneous like Q and a, but I said, what tips could you guys share for first timers? Somebody said, if you are flying into Muskegon, beware of rental car options. I got a car that was too tiny 
in 2019. That was my fear because I got a smaller SUV because prices were so expensive for rental cars and it's three of us. And I'm honestly a little concerned. <laughs> we're not going to have enough room with yeah. all our suitcases and stuff, but we'll see yeah. how that goes. Yeah. I think you'll be um, fine. I, I said this in a video recently. I used to travel for work quite a bit. If you haven't <laughs> booked your rental car yet, please do it. <laughs> yeah. Cause rental cars can be hard to come by. For sure. Um, somebody said giving tree is not passing from Tripoli to ranch arena. It's in the forest. I don't even know. Is it marked on the map? The giving tree? I don't think so. Don't okay. quote me on that. We'll have to but see. From what I remember, man, it's been three years. I don't think it, the trading post is in the forest. I always thought that the giving tree was kind of like on in the direction. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's on the way. I think it's, yeah, I think it's on between range and Tripoli, but it's been three years. Okay. Let's say, um, calm your energy, open your heart and mind, lose your ego, be prepared for all weather, bring extra strong tent canopy stakes. Like we said, um, explore the forest. Don't, don't plan to rewear anything. You will likely sweat in it and it will never dry. A lot of people said that too, about bringing extra towels. I don't know. Yeah. I guess if the things get wet, like, you yeah, don't have um, working them. Yeah, I actually, we use quick dry towels. So that maybe that's another mm -hmm. like camping thing is we always use quick dry towels because more often than not, I feel like if you use like a regular bath towel, if you hang it up in your canopy, I feel like nine times out of 10, it doesn't fully dry before you use it the next yeah. time. Um, and we actually got some at Costco for like $9. So quick dry towels. Yeah, I have one too. Um, bring multiple pairs of shoes, leave alcohol for inside the festival and stay hydrated at camp. I'm sure that's not, true. Drink a lot of water guys. <laughs> I was say, that's not a bad tip actually. Yeah. Um, focus on disconnecting while reconnecting with real humans. Bring so, yeah, them. <laughs> phone service will not phone service will not be a thing. So okay. screenshot your things. Uh, I'm not sure if you do this, but I did this at dance fest last year. What I'll do is for each day, I will screenshot the set times and mm. then what I'll do is I'll go to Instagram and then like type in like, if lost, like call this number or something. Like if I happen to like drop my phone or something, screen, like save the story and then make that my like wallpaper. And I do that for every day. Nice. Yeah. Love that. Hopefully people would be nice and return your phone. Yeah. Um, I mean, but that goes for anything with any festival, obviously, like it's probably a little bit too late to order a lunchbox, like hydration pack or snack pack. But please, please, please keep your belongings like in somewhere safe because there yes. people are going to snatch your shit everywhere. So just be careful yeah. with that, you guys. Um, I'm using my lunchbox for the first time at this festival. Yay. Oh, you're going to love it. I can't wait I'm to hear your thoughts on it. Um, okay. Go with the flow. Pace yourself. Do the scavenger hunt. Touch and look at everything. Everything is a clue, a puzzle, a game of some kind. Mm -hmm. um, bring a hat. Obviously bring sunscreen. Um, you said canopy already figure out where your camp is in relation to the entrance, bring face coverings or a mask because dust is everywhere. That's what I'm concerned about. Cause that fucked me up at EUC. So yeah, need to do that. Um, fill up your gas tank before going into camp. Yes. That is a very good tip. Very, very good tip. Yeah. Cause you just never know how long you're going to, I don't expect anyone to be in line for 10 hours, but you, you never know. know. So be yeah. prepared for that. If you have an electric car, make sure you charge it <laughs> before. <laughs> That's so true. Uh, pick a meetup spot. I, I have to agree with this because usually I'm not like a big meetup person because I normally stay with people. But if you are with the bigger group, we did this at EDC this year. And I was shocked at how responsible everyone, everybody was like, we picked very specific meeting spots. So it wasn't like a big general area where you'll never fucking find someone. We pick like right. a time 
and a direct like meeting spot. We said we would wait five minutes. That was it. Like you couldn't come too late after. And like people showed up on time and we got to do like a couple sets together. So I was going to say the same thing. Like if you, you are with a big group and you really, really all want to meet up for like one particular set. The other thing I'll say too, is like, um, give yourself at least 15 minutes before the set begins. Like, I don't know how obviously like it takes time to walk to things in mm-hmm. force, but like, if it was a, we had a two 30 AM set, I think we set like a two 15 AM yeah. time just because yeah. we were like, we need to give some like leeway, but yeah. I mean, if that. I would do the same thing, uh, like if you had a set at Tripoli and you want to go to Sherwood court, that's probably at least a 20 minute walk. Um, oh, wow. so okay. I would do the same type of thing. Oh my God. And that's and, what people oh, it's like it's, before they get distracted. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's, you know, before you see something shiny. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dory. <laughs> oh my God. Um, okay. Let's just jump into Q and a here. So miscellaneous, miscellaneous questions. Um, Oh, these are all, Oh, how do I get in a hot air balloon? What's up with the hot air balloons? <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure you can, I've never, I never did one. Um, but I'm pretty sure it's by the Ferris wheel when you walk in and I think they're like 20 or 30 bucks, That's so but cool. I'm not sure like what the logistics oh. look like around that. What are examples of items that can bring to the treating post? Um, they're going to be like items of like higher quality. So like, if you have like, you know, you make a homemade like tie dye shirt or something that you think is really cool. Um, maybe like some camping gear, a hat, a pin, like sunglasses that are like nice. Um, I'm pretty sure I feel like there's a rule that says no plastic, but don't quote me on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like things of like a little bit more value, um, to trade. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, let's see. What about this festival stands out versus others? Um, the people. Mm people forest fam runs it. thick y'all they really do yeah. um <laughs> it's just it's good people and I, I don't know if there's any other festival in the U.S. that's really like as immersive in nature mm. like obviously I mean I haven't been to EDC but I feel like that's also a very immersive festival there's shit everywhere um but it's in a speedway so yeah, it's kind of cool Shambhala. to like have all of these things yeah that's the only yeah. one that comes to mind mm-hmm. um it's just very immersive and like in nature. So that's also a really cool piece of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I did get a question. Are you an aide doing meetups? So I don't have like the definitive meetups yet. And I didn't even like talk about this, how I'm approaching it. So I am doing the media program with electric forest this year. And I was on the fence of like working this festival versus not obviously, cause that's like a first timer. I just like really want to experience it, but also like, this is my job. So I do, I do want to work it because I love capturing content and that's like exciting for me. And I want to like show you guys vlogs. But um, yes, Aiden and I haven't chatted about it. I will 1,000% do a meetup. Lunchbox always does a meetup. So there will be one of those. And then I think we're working on a meetup with the Beatbox fam in collaboration with another brand as well. So at least three I will be at. It's going to be a fuck ton of meetups. So there will be plenty of opportunities and hopefully like at the campgrounds as well. So yeah, we will do lots of meetups at Electric Forest because they didn't do any at EDC. Um Anything else here? What are you most excited for, Jess? Um, oh, there's a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind is so Slander is one of my favorite artists, and I've never seen Slander without Nightmare. Oh, so I'm wow. very excited to see my I was supposed to see them um oh, you're March it. of 2020. And so I mean Nightmare and Slander <clears throat> is absolutely incredible. And I've watched every slander like live stream that I could possibly watch over the last two years. Um, but yeah, I'm 
excited to finally see like just them live. I actually saw them for the first time at Forest in 2019 with Nightmare. And that was oh, incredible. Like I so remember it. That's when I fell in love with them. Uh, so yeah. And just being there again, like it's been three years. Ugh. I'm just ready. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm seriously like, I was feeling so dead after EC, but now this conversation just made me so excited. I, I think like, I can't pick one thing because honestly, usually I'm like, oh, this artist is who I'm most excited for. I think it's just genuinely being there. Yeah. Like seeing it in person for the first time, like seeing the forest at night is probably the number one thing I'm most yeah. excited for. I mean, for. I'm sure it's the same as like when you walk into EDC at nighttime oh, and like, you know, dude. you walk over and like walk through, I'm sure it's just like that. Like, it's just, it makes you lose words and you just like mm-hmm. stand in awe. It's so, yeah, I'm I would say that. see shit too. Like, yeah. I feel like like I know like Lost Lands is like nuts and you see like the weirdest shit in the crowd. Like that probably is at like the top, but I'm just excited to just see like the weirdness and the quirky fun energy of this crowd and all of yeah. that. Um, yeah, I'm very for excited sure. for all of that. Yeah. You'll see some, oh. I saw a video of someone cooking a steak, <laughs> um, oh. in 2019. I wasn't there. I didn't get to see it, but it was at a set of someone that no longer goes to forest, but he was cooking a steak they, so they pretty much let you bring in whatever then it sounds like. I guess. Because <laughs> like you said, during the day, like I've seen some videos, people are just like throwing a fucking picnic, just sitting there watching sets, right? So it's like way yeah. more chill. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. And last question. Yeah. Who the fuck is Carl? <laughs> you have to find out when you get there, man. We've all been looking for him for a while. Uh, okay. He's probably super lost now because it's been three years. Um, wow. But it's a sold out festival. So there's going to be a ton of people there. And hopefully we find him this year. All right, guys, look out for Carl when you get there. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and I guess I'll wrap up on this note too. This is a totem festival, right? I'm very excited to see oh. comes at this event as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good totem festival oh, for sure. Yes. Okay. I'm so excited. Thank you so much. This is amazing. You've helped Thank so you. many people listening right now. So I, I hope so plug where everybody can find you, find your stuff, all that good stuff. Yeah. So on Instagram, I am just P Hale, H A L E. Um, and I'm just Hale on YouTube. Those are my two kind of main places. Um, as well, for the last month or so I've been plugging out all kinds of electric forest content. So, um, we covered a lot here, but if you want even more details, uh, definitely go check out those videos. Uh, like I said, in the beginning, they're the videos that I wish I had in 2019 when I was going. So, um, People have been responding really well to them. So I think you'll find them helpful. Hell yes. Thank you so much, Jess. Thank you, Emma. Yes. (laughs) Awesome. Everybody else hang tight and I will be back in just a second with our Rave Culture Cast recap. Alrighty, you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode and found it really valuable. I, one, this got me hype. Like I got chills multiple times and it just got me so pumped for E4. like, honestly, my brain was so like EDC for a while. So now I'm just like so, so, so ready to be at Forest. And two, I mean, I learned so much from Jess. Again, I'm like soaking up all the information that I can and I just can't wait to be there. So I hope you guys found it helpful. If you did, if you enjoyed it, again, please rate, review, subscribe, do all the things, tell a friend about the podcast. That means the world to me. Um, Word of mouth is everything. So thank you guys for doing that. Uh, Let's do our Rave Culture Cast recap, shall we? So I don't have too much for you here. Um, We have some lineup drops that I'll do first, but we did get Base Canyon. That's a big one for all my base heads. Um, Pretty insane lineup. Honestly, yes, a lot of my friends who are into base are very pumped about this. Um, It's going to be August 19th to the 21st. 
uh, at the Gorge, of course. But um, yeah, I feel like you've got a lot of really good options on here. And then we did get the Groove Cruise Cabo lineup, which I believe, I think that's in October. Um, I do have some friends going to this event as well. Really nice mix. It's like house, techno, trance. Like you kind of got a little bit of everything. Um, but that Cabo lineup is out as well. And then I wanted to shout this out because I thought this sounded cool. We're starting to get like announcements from from Forest about things that are going to be um, happening there, which is pretty cool and exciting. So they've been dropping. Um, it's like on a thread on their Twitter. They've been dropping all of the food that's going to be there. So let me mention it really quickly. We've got Paula's Pancake Palace fire, the cheese bodega, fuck me up, wrecked. This says it's a shipwrecked paradise of chefs and mixologists, the donut laboratory, the family, the forest family blend, which says that stovetop roasters um, collaborating to bring the forest family our very own coffee roast. Wow. Cereal Sunday bar. I heard that was really good. Um, the Good Life Brunch and the Gouda Life Wine and Cheese Pop-Ups. Fuck me up, fam. Are you fucking kidding me? And after Jess talked about the food being so good, like this all sounds amazing. So I'm very pumped about all of this. And there's way more food than that. Obviously, that was just a couple that they highlighted. Um, but yeah, if you go over to their Twitter They've been, um, they like released a couple more people on the lineup as well. So that's like fully solidified. And at this point, we don't have any set times or anything like that yet. Um, but it's really exciting. So all of this sounds really good. I'm super pumped for all the experiences. I will be posting more content on eForest as it comes out. So if you're not already following me on YouTube um, under Emma Capotis, my personal YouTube channel, I'll be posting about the set times and all that good stuff there. But that's everything, you guys. Enjoy your week. Um, again, if you need a free camping festival checklist, I will link it down below along with our sponsors, Candy Bar and Radiate, if you guys want to check them out. Um, but thank you so much for being here. Rate, review, subscribe, connect with us online, all the things. You guys know the drill. But have a blessed week and I'll see you next Wednesday. Bye, guys.